Section 14 of Curly and Floppy Twisty Tail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Curly and Floppy Twisty Tail by Howard R. Garris. Story 14 The Piggies and the Pumpkin. Well, well, exclaimed Mrs. Twisty Tail, the pig lady, as she went to the cupboard and looked in. Whoever would have believed it? Believed what, Mamma? asked Pinky, the little baby pig, who had been in the hospital, but who was much better now. Why, there isn't a bit of bread for supper, went on Mrs. Twistytail, and your papa will come home from the office so hungry as never was. Oh, my, I must run right out to the store and get a loaf. Can't Curly or Flop go? asked the baby pig as she looked to see if her hair ribbon was on crooked, but it wasn't, I'm glad to say. They aren't here, said the mamma pig. I guess they must be off playing football or seeing if there is any ice on the skating pond. Then let me go, mamma, suggested little Pinky. I'm sure I could ask for a loaf of bread and carry it home, too. No, you are quite too small, said the pig lady. I'll go myself to the store and I'll ask Mrs. Goosey Gander next door to come in and stay with you. But she didn't have to do that, for a few minutes later in came Curly and Flop, the two nice boy piggies, and they were just as glad as could be to go to the store for their mamma. Well, they started off all right, and as soon as they were at the bread store, where the baker cat wrapped up a nice loaf in pink paper, and they started for home, going fast as they could, so as to be there before their papa came to supper. And what do you think? Just as they reached the spot where stood the old stump, with the knobs growing on the side of it, like warts on a toad's back, they heard a voice saying, I wonder what I shall do with it. It's quite too large to cook, and I have no little boys to give it to. I think I must let it roll down the hill into the pond. Who is that speaking? asked Curly of his brother. I don't know, said Flop Ear, but it sounds like the kind rat gentleman who gave us the apples. That's just who it is, said the voice. And who are you, if I may ask? Two piggy boys, was the answer. Can we help you? Well, I have here a very large pumpkin was what the rat gentleman said. It is too large to cut up into pies, and I thought maybe someone would like to take it to make a jack-o'-lantern of. Would you like it? Indeed we would, cried Flop, and Curly said the same thing. So the nice old rat gentleman called the two piggy boys into his farmhouse, and he gave them the pumpkin. Oh, so big it was! I'm sure I never could tell you what a fine, large pumpkin he gave to Curly and Flop. The one that was turned into a coach for Cinderella was very small alongside of this. What shall we do with it? asked Flop Ear. Make a lantern of it, of course, said his brother. We can scoop out the insides and cut the eyes and nose and mouth, put a candle in it, and have a lot of fun. All right, said Flop, we'll do it. So they tied a string around the pumpkin and lifted it between them, each one carrying his share. 
and the loaf of bread was put on top where it would not fall off. Well, the piggy boys had not gone very far, carrying the pumpkin home to make a jack-o'-lantern, when all of a sudden, out from behind a lot of bushes, jumped a big wolf. Isn't it funny how those bad creatures seem to always bother the piggy boys? Every once in a while something is happening to them. I can't help it. I wish I could, but you know I have to write things exactly as they happen. Anyhow, out from behind the bushes jumped the wolf, and as soon as he saw those sweet, tender little piggies, he exclaimed, Oh, joy! Oh, happiness! Oh, appetite! Now is my chance. I shall certainly grab those two piggies and carry them off to my den. And he chased after Flop and Curly. But as luck would have it, they heard him coming, and they started to run with the big pumpkin and the loaf of bread. Still the wolf came closer and closer. I'll have you in a few minutes, he cried. I believe he will, exclaimed Flop. What shall we do? What can we do? asked Curly, as he helped his brother to jump over a stone and lifted the pumpkin at the same time. What can we do? Why not make a jack-o'-lantern of the pumpkin and scare the wolf, suggested Flop. Some of our friends did that once. We haven't time, said Curly. If we stopped to make a jack-o'-lantern, the wolf would catch up to us and grab us. I'll tell you what to do. Let's scoop out a hollow place in the pumpkin and get inside it. Then the wolf won't see us. Good, cried Flop. So he and his brother ran on as fast as they could to get far ahead of the wolf. Then they stopped for a minute and, with their sharp hoofs, they cut the top off the pumpkin. Then, with their digging noses, they dug out the soft seeds, and soon the pumpkin was all hollowed out so they could jump inside. Get in, cried Curly to Flop. What about the loaf of bread? asked his brother. Never mind that. We can get another. We must get away from the wolf, cried Curly. So they jumped inside the pumpkin, and only just in time, for the wolf came rushing down the hill. But Curly and his brother wiggled themselves inside the pumpkin, and away it rolled down toward the piggy's house. The wolf saw the loaf of bread on the hill, and he thought sure the piggy boys were near it. So he made a grab, but he did not get them. For, of course, they were inside the pumpkin rolling over and over like a rubber ball downhill. The wolf chewed up the bread, and then he saw the rolling pumpkin. Then he happened to think, Perhaps the pigs are inside that. After it, he ran, but it was too late, for by that time the piggy boys were safely at home. Into their front yard rolled the pumpkin. Off flew the top and out they jumped to tell their papa and mamma and baby Pinky all about it. And Grandpa Goosey Gander loaned Mr. Twistytail a loaf of bread for supper. As for the wolf, he ran back up the hill as mad as anything about the way he had been fooled, and ever after that he never ate any pumpkin pie. So that's all there is to this story, but in case the new brick chimney doesn't fall down in the rice pudding, and make the trained nurse wild because her doll carriage has no wheels, I'll tell you on the next page about the piggy boys in the cornfield. End of story 14. Recording by A.K. Morton in Greensburg, Indiana, August 2015.